program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 is that not the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Uh, yeah, you should know that by now. It does not matter at all. You know, for for some reason, for, you know, for when I started this thing, you know, based on what you guys wanted, um, I really thought that this was going to be the gig where we would um, have several different hosts come in from time to time. And boy, has that become a shit show um, that never occurred. But you already know that. Um, you you kind of see me here on the daily. You see me here um, going in and out and all that kind of fun stuff. So that's going to be the other origin of stuff. Um, and, and Because we never have you know a consistent out-of-the-box host come in uh, besides myself. But anyways, I guess before I start yapping too much, let's get into the important parts. Today's Wednesday, uh, September the 8th of 2021, day 251st of the year, and only 114 days left to go. So, how are things with you? How was your evening? How was the overnight? How was the fun times that you, that you have going on? Um, I will tell you, in, in case you want to know, Still all kinds of connection issues uh, going on with the streamer box portion. We're getting some coming through, but not all. So I want to give you fair warning. So the best thing to do today, if you're interested in doing so, is texting in at 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. And if you're on the streamer, it should be like right there, right now. You see it? You see it? You see it? You see it? It's going with me. It's going with me. So you can actually um, go ahead and do stuff inside of there. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse of Safety FM, and then, of course, hanging out with our friends at that other place. Radio Big. Yeah, good old Radio Big is the other side of the equation where we hang out and do the things that we do. So just in case you're not familiar with this, let's kind of go through it. We talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about the world of news. We talk about whatever the hell's going on inside of the brain here. Um, we also have our friends come out from Feature Story News. They come out and do the things that they do because that's always important. It's always important. So anyways, if you're inside of the United States, it is morning time. So I'm here to help you kind of uh, get through the commute 
of that morning stuff that you do uh, as you, you as you hang out and do the things here. Um, but what we normally try to do is just go all over the place. So we talk about the news, we talk about the trends, we talk about what you want to talk about, um, and then we kind of go all over the place when the box works. So hopefully, uh, I'll ke- I'll keep the other. I'll keep the other box open because what pro- the problem is here with the other box is I'm quite terrible um, on looking at that one. But but I'll keep I'll keep it in the looky looksy um, this morning as we go through. So let's talk about what's going on in the top fiction categories. Um, did I say it was Tuesday earlier? I think I did, but I really didn't mean to say that it's Wednesday. Um, let's talk about what's going on in the top fiction categories uh, for the fiction and nonfiction books uh, currently, according to the New York Times bestsellers list. So taking it from the top of the number five spot in the fiction category is Lightning Strike. Number four, The Last Thing He Told Me. At number three, It Ends With Us. At number two, Billy Summers. That's a Stephen King book. I'll throw that out there. And at number one, The Madness of Crowds. <laughs> Go think about that for a, for a hot second. Um, so let's take a look at the other side of the equation is the nonfiction category. So now at number five, dopamine nation and number four, hero of two worlds at number three, the long slide hmm. at number two, the body keeps the score. And at the number one part, <laughs> the number one overall is American Marxism. Yeah. American Marxism. That's the one in the number one category overall, just in case, if you wanted to know what was going on. So wh- what a what a twisty twist on that side of things as we are talking. So I don't know. We'll kind of go through the natural progression of things this morning. Like I said, if you want to get into the uh, into the box this morning, um, it's going to be 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. And we should get that moving and grooving and everything should be going your way just in case. Uh, so that's what's going on on this side. Let's get you to our friends at Feature Story News and see what the hell they have going on. Take a listen. Here is the news on the Radio R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. The Taliban has revealed a caretaker government led by one of the group's founders, Mullah Mohammed Hassan Akund. The cabinet is made up of several hardliners and noticeably there are no women. Dr Jodie Vittori is a security expert at Georgetown University and she says the nature of this cabinet will make things more difficult for international powers to deal with Afghanistan. They're really in a tough position of how do they isolate a hard or Taliban regime at the same time of minimizing the pain on the Afghan citizenry. And those two are almost impossible to reconcile. UK MPs will vote later to approve Boris Johnson's plans to raise taxes to deal with a health service backlog and the reform of social care. The Prime Minister is breaking an election promise by raising national insurance contributions by 1.25 percentage points. Health Secretary Sajid Javid says the tax rise is actually in line with Conservative values. The package includes a huge amount of support, record support, for the NHS. As Conservatives, we believe in the NHS, that it should be their world-class universal health service, free at the point of use, paid out of general taxation for all of us. We can all see the huge pressure because of the global pandemic that's been put on the NHS. We can see the rise in those waiting lists. I'm not willing to tolerate that. If we believe 
even an NHS that's paid out of general taxation, this is a very conservative move. Two people are dead and several are injured after a gas explosion at an apartment building outside Moscow. Some 30 flats were damaged and emergency services say more people may be trapped in the rubble. Here's FSN's correspondent Julia Chapman with more details on what happened. In the early hours of Wednesday morning, an explosion took place at a residential building in Naginsk in the Moscow region. The blast damaged dozens of apartments and knocked out windows in neighbouring buildings. More than 170 people were evacuated and at least nine were taken to hospital. A criminal case has been launched over safety provisions in the building. Gas explosions are a relatively frequent occurrence in Russia, particularly in old structures from the Soviet era. Julia Chapman, Moscow. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott is defending his state's controversial abortion bill. And he says Texas is going to work to eradicate all rapists. Rachel Silverman has more on this story. The Texas law bans an abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks into a pregnancy before many people are even aware they're pregnant. The law has been widely criticized by pro-choice advocates who say it would be illegal even for women who have become pregnant because of a rape to get an abortion. Governor Abbott says his goal is to eliminate rape with aggressive arrests and prosecution. Rachel Silverman, Oakland. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, continuing our look at the situation on the ground in Afghanistan. Now US forces have departed. There's been no shortage of efforts over the last few days by other countries to stake a claim to influence in Kabul. The head of Pakistan's intelligence service held talks with the Taliban over the weekend. China sent a delegation to the Afghan capital on Monday. But what of the efforts by the US, Britain and other countries to persuade the new Taliban government to allow Americans, other foreign nationals and the Afghans who worked with them over the last 20 years to leave the country if they choose. Kim Sengupta, defence and diplomatic editor for Britain's independent newspaper, is cautious about London's claims to have made progress on a framework agreement with the Taliban. Saying they've got a framework and making it work it is, it is a hugely different proposition. Unless international flights start again soon, they'll have to make their way to a border, you know, which are all controlled by the Talibs, and then somehow get through and then go to another country. It's certainly not an easy process by any means. Earlier this week, the State Department confirmed three Americans were successfully evacuated over land to an unnamed third country. But the Americans had to negotiate their way past more than 20 separate Taliban checkpoints and almost abandoned the whole effort. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, the Taliban has revealed a caretaker government that includes no women and is made up of hardliners. UK MPs will vote later to approve Boris Johnson's plans to raise taxes to deal with a health service backlog and the reform of social care. Two people are dead and several injured after a gas explosion at an apartment building outside Moscow. And the Texas governor is defending his state's controversial abortion bill. That's the latest Feature Story News. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. 
Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. keeps.com slash safety. Now just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head like mine. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. If you believe in magic. Oh, no, wrong thing. Anyway, so there you go. 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, lovely morning. Uh, yeah, doing the things that we do. I, and, you know, I say that, you know, hanging out in the morning because I'm at the mo- in the morning's time. I don't know where you're at. Maybe maybe you're in the UK. Who knows? Um, or maybe you're in Australia because that seems to be, you know, kind of some of the places where people take a listen. Uh, so there you go. So let's start talking about a lot of the stuff that's going on. And, of course, it seems like. It's either deaths, 
COVID deaths, violence it is really what we kind of do thematically inside of the show. Not that that's the intention, but it seems to be a lot of the stuff that we talk about. So what do you think we're going to talk about right away? COVID. U.S. COVID cases have surpassed 40 million on Monday. Four million of those infections occurred in the last month, according to the CDC. Deaths are nearly 1,300 a day, which is well below the 4,000 daily deaths um, reported last winter. But, you know, I'm going to tell you, when you start saying 1,300 deaths a day and it's lower than 4,000, okay, I can kind of see where you want to do the uppity up type of thing. But, man, still 1,300 people is still a lot. I mean, think about that for a moment. Um, I, I, there's different ways that you can look at it. I mean, think about when was the last meeting that you went to that had 1,300 people inside of them? Now imagine that they all died. I know that sounds kind of doom and gloom, but, I mean, we have to kind of put some context behind this um in regards of you know what we're talking about here it's not just another number i mean if you had 1300 one dollar bills and you kind of laid them out and you took a look at how many they were and then you started saying okay they all represent a human life you might think about this like slightly different opposed to how some people are thinking about it now of oh well it's a lot lower than what it was okay but um Maybe that's not just the only side of the gig to be thinking about. Anyways, a new report from the CDC claims that unvaccinated teenagers are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized with COVID-19 than vaccinated ones. The study looked at the hospital data of 14 different states in the month of July in which general hospitalizations of teenagers jumped up by nearly 10 times. Researchers concluded that the data shows that the vaccine are highly effective at preventing serious COVID-19 illness. The CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, uh, spoke about the study emphasizing that kids are not getting sicker because of the virus, but rather because of low vaccination rates means that um, it is more that is more of the virus is spreading. So um, something to think about. And then the other portion is, you know, when you start thinking about that, there's still there's still when you look at it, low numbers and teenage deaths due to the virus. But do you really want to know, you know, be like, oh, well, the numbers are, are, are low with the death aspect. I mean, I don't know. I'm still kind of hung up all over the place uh, when it comes to this whole thing of, you know, vaccine, not vaccine, vaccine, not vaccine. I think it's really case related. Um, a, a lot of the stuff now with the FDA approving it is really a whole other conversation that we can have in that particular regards. But I think you know this stuff. It's not like I'm saying some new genre stuff that um, is mind-boggling. Like, oh, I, I've lost my mind. Uh, you know, it's so different than what I heard. It's just something that we need to continue to talk about. And I mean, I, I would love to tell you I have a crystal ball. And that I can tell you this is what's going to happen next. But unfortunately, I don't have that. And I don't know of a lot of people that do. You know, I can go like this and flip things to black and white. But that's about all I can do. I mean, I can't do a lot of other things. Um, here's the thing. We have to still continue to have the same conversation in regards of what's going on because it's constantly changing for what you and I do for work. You know, it's a conversation piece and then it needs to be implemented programs, uh, from that particular portion on, but you know that already. So let's continue talking. A rare virus far deadlier than COVID-19 has been reported in India. A 12 year old boy contracted and died from NIV, it's known as the nymphavirus, um, which is the who's estimated has a fatality rate of between 40 to 75 percent. The CDC um, 
commented on the virus saying that the spread is easily from person to person, which raises concerns about the potential for its uh, cause of a global pandemic. Uh, the NIV uh, was first detected in Malaysia and Singapore back in 1999. Yes, that's when it was first. Um, and then the outbreak, it had an outbreak of about 300 people and 100 deaths. Um, so there you go. The symptoms of NIV are similar to COVID-19, fever, cough, sore throat, and difficulty breathing. There is currently no vaccine for it. No vaccine for it. So stuff to think about. Um, so this is it will be potentially something to take a look around for um, that we could be taking a look at of some different things coming around and about and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we talk about it because it's importante. It's important to reference what is going on inside of the world. I mean, that's that's why the gig of talking about it, just in case. So let's continue talking. A doctor in South Florida is no longer treating unvaccinated patients. Linda Maracini, a primary care doctor in South Miami, recently um, chastised patients for the lack of selflessness. And in a letter that she claimed that the unvax pose a risk to her staff. The letter also noted that as of September 15, she will no longer be treating unvaccinated patients. Uh, Lena Maracini uh, joins Dr. Jason Valentin of Alabama, who announced last month that he will no longer see unvaccinated patients starting in October. So I don't know. What do you think here? I mean, what do you think with the whole thing when people start talking about this, that they're not going to do this? We're not going to do something if you're vaccinated or, or excuse me. We're, well, no, I guess you can say that there's both. We're not going to do stuff if you're vaccinated. We're not going to do stuff if you're unvaccinated. We talked about a couple of weeks ago, and we're talking just simply about a restaurant, that a restaurant would not allow people in there if they were vaccinated, which is kind of an interesting thing. Um, and then now we're hearing some doctors saying if you're unvaccinated, that you can't come in. Um, that's two. But also at the same time, we are already starting to see workplaces that are implementing the same thing. I was having a conversation last week where I was talking with someone and they were referencing that at their place of employment, that they were requesting if you went out because of symptom like um, um, COVID related stuff, you were required to bring one test back showing that you were negative. It didn't say in what timeline. It didn't say what, or the person did reference what timeline. The person did not reference if it could be a home kit or not a home kit or a professional. You know, and, and it's kind of a lot of weird stuff going on. But I think that we talk about this so much as of late. But you know that already. I know that already. But we're still talking about it. I mean, and I don't want it to go, you know, ooey gooey and go away from anywhere. But I still think that it's a, it's a conversation piece that we should have. Opposed to it just kind of like going uh, another spark in the dark, if you know what I'm saying there. So let's continue talking. Let's talk about stocks because I think that this is going to be important. You know, if you if you play the game, so I'm going to bring Johnny in real quick. He's going to tell you about the Market Beat Minute, and then we're going to get back into stuff. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. Equity markets started the week on a sour note with most major indices posting losses for the day. The Nasdaq Composite is the most noteworthy standout, posting a small gain for the day and a new all-time high for investors. The move is driven more by a lack of impetus than anything else. With the fall trading season only now getting started, the market is in need of a catalyst to get it moving. That catalyst may come later this week. The Fed's beige book is due out Wednesday. 
and the PPI data on Friday, either of which could get the market moving. In both cases, investors will be looking for signs of worsening inflation and clues to what the FOMC will do next. Hotter than expected inflation will accelerate the Fed's plans for tapering, and it could begin this month. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. Of course, John is always dropping knowledge. In case you want to know about that, um, you can go and hang out with him on the John and Heidi Show, you know, presented in the afternoon time on radiobig.fm if you want to kind of come out and hang out and do the stuff that they do just in case so here's what we found on our end stocks were mixed on tuesday as the nasdaq added 10 points but the dow lost 269 and the s&p fell about 15 points it was a four session in a row that the nasdaq composite closed at an all-time high um and then um, boeing company was the biggest drag on the dow jones industrial average and finished at almost two percent lower so there you go. Um, the aircraft manufacturer was um, pummeled after announcing deliveries of the 787 Dreamliner were delayed. Um, Boeing has also seemingly lost the deal with Ryanair in, um, in the Ireland over the pricing dispute. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff, of course, always going on inside of this neck of the woods as we are talking and moving and growing and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. So there you go. Um, so let's continue talking about some other things. It is currently 26 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, just in case, because I want to make sure that we're on the Cleary Cleary here. Um, if you want to come in, hang out, and do all that kind of fun stuff, you're more than welcome to do so, as always. We, we never hesitated about doing that, but views are limited today on what we can see. So just in case. So the 866-930-SFM1 um, is currently open just in case. You know, I, I'm, I'm getting the, the normal the normal rigs in um, just in, with that. So if you have something, don't hesitate to text us at 866-930-SFM1. I am trying to pay very close attention today on what's going on over there. Okay, the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond, Virginia will be removed today. Officials announced that the preparation for the removal started yesterday and will last uh, <laughs> will last until the statues installed back in the 1890s is completely gone. So there you go. According to the statement, the, mon- the monument is the largest Confederate statue remaining in the United States. Um, the 12 ton statue, which sits about um, 40 foot of granite, uh, has a 40 foot granite pedestal and is about six stories high. Once it removed, the statue will kept in a secure storage state owned facility until officials make a decision on what to do with it. So that starts today. So a lot of in, a lot of interesting stuff still going on with um with that with that. Uh, because we've been talking about statue removals. We've been talking about some other things as well. So there you go. We'll, we'll talk about that real quick. Anyways, a lot of strange stuff. Do, do we want to do motivation minute now? I'm, I'm kind of feeling like motivation minute. Maybe we should, maybe we'll hold off on that for, for just, just a quick few, um, just in case, by the way, you know, I totally messed up yesterday because we had spoken last week about construction suicide prevention week last week, which was supposed to be this week, but we didn't talk about it yesterday, which, you know, it's kind of bad on my side, but Hey, that happens. So I apologize that I didn't reference it, but we'll talk about some of that stuff here in the next bit. An Australian duck named Ripper can talk. Did you hear about this? Matter of fact, you know how slow the news stories were yesterday? We're almost starting to get into that whole thing again. Uh, the waterfowl, 
has been recorded repeatedly saying you bloody fool after learning to imitate humans ripper who was uh was just four years old when recording was made back in 1987 is believed to have learned the phrase from his handler and is now the focal point of new research that looks at animals are capable to vocalization through learning researchers believe that it may be the first documented account of a duck imitating a human um, so I'm assuming then that people did not watch Donald Duck. Okay, I know that's a cartoon, but it is unknown why it took nearly 35 years for researchers to notice the recording. Maybe that's the that's the um, the other question to be asking there, opposed to it just being a you know uh, ooey gooey um, scenario. Anyways, let's continue talking. A Las Vegas mother is furious after a substitute teacher reportedly taped. Uh, the face of a nine-year-old, of her nine-year-old son. Yeah, listen to this. The incident happened after a fourth grader forgot to pull his mask up um, after getting a drink of water. Instead of giving him a gentle reminder, the teacher pulled pulled him up to the front of the classroom and taped the mouth the mouth across his face. And th- this is what, what the mom said. So imagine this real quick. Your kid forgets their mask, and all of a sudden, the teacher hauls off and brings your kid to the front of the classroom, and voila. Slaps them with a piece of tape. Now, it doesn't say what kind of tape it is, if it was duct tape or what the hell was going on, but tape their mouth. The child later told his mom that um, he was not the first student, to, this teacher, to do this to. A spokesperson for the district said that they are dealing with the employee through um, the proper channels. What the hell are the proper channels? I mean, I understand getting getting an, another mask if necessary, but we're going to tape a little kid's mouth shut. I mean, this is getting hardcore stuff out there. Just something to think about real quick. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here we go. A New Jersey college student says that he is barred from taking classes at Rock Dash University because he has not been vaccinated, even though all of his classes are virtual. Logan Holler, 22, told the NJ.com, NJ.com, that he that um, he ignored the school's COVID mandate because he has been taking all of his classes from home, 70 miles away from the campus. It wasn't until last month when he went to pay his tuition that he discovered that he had been locked out for out of his school email account and was told that he needed to get the jab to be reinstated. I believe in science. I believe in vaccines. But I am highly com- I'm confident that COVID-19 and variants do not travel through computer monitors by taking online classes. Holler stepfather told the outlet uh, a spokesperson for the university insisted that the university provided comprehensive information and direction to students to meet the vaccine requirement which did not um, differentiate between online and in-person classes so I, what do you think here i mean think about this for a second so the kid's taking classes online and he did not get the vaccine and all of a sudden now He's being told you can no longer take virtual classes because you are not vaccinated. Now, do, what do you think? I mean, it's just kind of a weird one. I mean, it, there's a lot to go into this. But it would be like you and I saying to each other, you and I cannot hang out with each other as we do, even if we are on the radio format. But we can't hang out because you're not vaccinated because you're on that side of the radio and i can't be hanging out with you because i'm not vaccinated on this side of the radio or we can do vice versa whichever however you want to entail it but could you imagine that you can no longer listen to this show because of x y and z i mean which is kind of weird 
So what do you think about the school mandate? I mean, I can, I get it. I mean, I get it if you're there in person, but do you get it if it's virtual? If it's virtual, does it make sense? I mean, just some stuff to think about. I mean, I know people are pushing, are pushing the thing, but what do you think about that one? It's a lot to think about um, for sure. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, did you hear about this? Newly released document show that the National Institute of Health did, in fact, fund gain of function research in the Wuhan lab in China. The documents obtained released by the the Intercept detailed grants given to the EcoHealth Alliance, a nonprofit that gave funds to the Wuhan lab for bad coronavirus research. Also, researchers reported that the grant proposal of the EcoHealth um, Alliance filed with Dr. Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infection Disease. The grant proposals included documented title Understanding the Risk of Bad Coronavirus Emergence, which, um, which acknowledged the risk of the research that it takes for animal viruses and increase the transmissibility to humans, uh, potentially leading to a global pandemic. A molecule biologist at Rector's University said the document made it clear that Fauci, who has denied the NIH funding, has been untruthful about the gain of the research function. Now, here's the thing. The information's coming across the wire in regards, as you can see here, it is actually being released by the Intercept. Now, I, we report whatever we get um, in regards of information-wise, and we go over the info because I think it's important. But what do you think when you hear something like this? Don't you think that we should have some breakdowns of timelines? Don't you think that we should have some breakdowns of some other information as well? Just something to throw out there um, just in regards of uh, thinking about it this morning as we are talking. Anyways, it is 34 minutes past the top of the hour. So I think it might be time to do that thing that we do. Um, We also title it from time to time, The Main Story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's start talking. Let's move and groove and do all the fun stuff um, that we that we do. And, you know, I think that it's, it's interesting at times that we have plans and we have actions and we have all these weird things, we might want to call them weird, that we want to do out there. And sometimes, guess what? They don't work. And here's the thing that, I, that I've come to the conclusion about. I mean, I've hung out with people and they have told me where they have done X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden, it's the spin on how great it was of something not working. Or it's the spin of, you know, we kind of knew it wasn't going to work. Like, I have a friend that he actually scheduled to do a class. And this class that he had scheduled, he was expecting like a thousand people. And I don't even think that it was like one-tenth full of what he expected. And all of a sudden, instead of saying, hey, this is what we're expecting, it didn't work out, it became that conversation of, well, we wanted the smaller crowd. We wanted the smaller group of people. It's like, listen, let's just be honest with each other. Sometimes we do stuff and it doesn't work. And let's be real. If we're talking real time and we're talking realistic, we've had a lot of stuff here on this station um, that we've actually had planned out um, that has not worked. I, it was pretty interesting because we were I was going through the audio library of stuff that we have recorded for intros and outros for new shows that were coming on or even concepts that we had reached out to some people of, hey, let's do this and let's do that. And we have 
a failure rate in regards of shows not being picked up, meaning that it didn't work out with the host that we wanted and the shows didn't work out, but we had all these intros. We've also had shows that we've put onto the network and it just didn't work out for what we wanted to accomplish or the, the host didn't like the way that we approach stuff. And that's okay too. But here's the thing. People always want to be successful in social media and they want to be successful in life. I get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like people want to say, Hey, I want to fail miserably at this. I mean, nobody goes around saying that, but the interesting part is why is it that we have such a hard time when something doesn't work? It doesn't work for a reason. And we, you know, we can go through that whole thing of, well, it's not supposed to work. It wasn't meant to work. No, we're not going to go through that. But we think about some of these things. And instead of going, it didn't work because of X, maybe we need to have a better understanding of why it didn't work. Now, here's the fun part. If you get bored today, go to the website called relentless.com. Relentless.com. Now, when you go there, it's going to take you to a website that you already know. But there was a guy that started a bookstore many, many years ago, and it was called Relentless. And it was a bookstore. And a lot of people complained because they thought it was a terrible name. The person decided to go to another name as well. But it's funny that as of this day, when you go to Relentless.com, the website that it takes you to and it takes you to amazon.com because relentless just didn't work out but the name amazon did catch on but it's funny on how you have to really dig to find that story it's not like we want to talk about the stories where it doesn't work but sometimes those failures lead to some successes that you didn't plan Like, I will tell you some of my failures in earlier life in regards to getting to what I'm doing now, they had to occur if not these things wouldn't have worked out the way that they, that they did. And then some of the things that I've done just don't work and it's perfectly fine. They're not skeletons that I hide. They're not things that I was like, Oh, we can't talk about it because it didn't work. They're failures and it's okay to learn from them. And that's what we need to be open to from time to time. Now, I'll sit here today, and I won't tell you, but what do I know? Because I've learned from these things. But today, I'm a guy behind a microphone that has learned from these things. Think about that. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit stroke. Strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you Okay, there you go. There's some con man by Ty- Tyra Chanty. Yeah, Tyra Chanty with some con man. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, they sold this one to me as electronica. We'll take it. I want to thank Tyra for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. It is 43 minutes past the top of the hour. Okay, so before we get into some any other news, let me tell you about the most important thing that we'll tell you at any point during this show. So just in case, whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you are not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people from your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, you can go to AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or you can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or text the word 
talk to 741741. Um, just in case. Also, just in case if you did not know this, May the 5th through the 11th, um, it is National Suicide Prevention Week. People have become increasingly com- um, comfortable talking about their mental health, particularly in this past year. But the topic of suicide, when it comes up, is still a little bit scary um, for many people to think about. So it's now time to deepen that conversation. Seriously, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, let uh let's talk about this stuff let's talk about uh the things that are important opposed to just having you know that uh not i won't call it vague conversations but where we're not afraid where we're not afraid to comment or um or have the convo of what needs to be talked about because i think it gets to the point where we don't talk about these things so what if we took a moment real quick and we learned on how to reduce, or, yeah, how to reduce suicide. Maybe that's the thing. Take a listen to this real quick. My son, who's at college, called me about three, four weeks ago. Uh, he was upset because a, an acquaintance of his from high school had just uh, completed suicide. And although my son didn't know this, this boy very well, uh, it made him think about a friend of his uh, at college with him who my son thought was depressed. And he wanted to know from me, what do I do? What do I do when there's someone close to me that I'm worried about? I don't know if they're thinking about suicide, but I'm worried about him. And I said, ask. People often are afraid to ask about suicide because they think the act of asking someone whether they're thinking about killing themselves will somehow implant in their mind that idea. And nothing could be further from the truth. Asking reduces risk. It doesn't increase risk. And so that's what I told my son, and that's what I tell anyone who is uh, confronted with the possibility that someone they care about uh, might be thinking about suicide. So there you go. That's some information actually coming from AF. Oh, I can't even speak today. When we start talking about this stuff, it's kind of getting kind of kind of a kind of wacky for me. Um, from AFSP.org. AFSP.org. Like I said, National Suicide Prevention Week. You can find out more information on their website. You know, it's a conversation that we need to have not sometimes, but all of the time. I, it, that's not a joke as we do talk about it. It's always serious business when it comes to that. Anyways, let's start talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the news as we are on this lovely Wednesday. Uh, so taking seriously, well, we made it uh, We made it, and it's Wednesday, and it means that if your online purchase hasn't been delivered yet, it, it's, pro- it's probably about, it's probably on the verge of making it. Mondays and Tuesdays are apparently the worst days for porch pirates. A poll of over 1,000 people found that three in 10 Americans have been victims of, of package theft um, from their homes and nearly half say that they um, received a refund for their stolen merchandise. Mondays and Tuesdays afternoons are the peak of times of stolen deliveries. When it comes to keeping uh, keeping delivery safe, some suggest um, including subscribing to a delivery alert, installing a security camera, and having your packages sent to your neighbor's address or to a place of employment. So I guess you could um, say that Mondays and Tuesdays are Amazon Prime time porch pirate time 
or of course some people already have their own uh their own shopping sent to their work so right honey i mean that's just one thing to to think about i, I mean i don't know i know that at least in the area that i'm in you can have there's some amazon locker uh, lockers at least if you're going amazon particular where you can go to a locker and pick up the amazon package but there's also an amazon store that has these stupid lockers inside of them. i mean i shouldn't say stupid lockers but they have these lockers inside of them um if that's something like that's a big iggy for you so there you go something to think about anyways energy drinks a nightclub in scotland plans to capture energy from dance dancers to provide power for the venue and the and the in the run of of the UN Climate Conference of Glasgow this November, SWG3 is working to use pioneering systems of body heat, which um, could save the popular night spots up to 70 tons of CO2 per year. A release from the club say that they're um, they're introducing a state-of-the-art renewable heating and cooling system to the complex, transforming the body heat from clubbers and gig goers into the sources of energies to be used. Um, again, body heat uses heat to pump up the fluids to capture body heat to generate by the crowds, challenging their energy to involve into 150 m deep bore bore holes drilled beneath um, the venue. The heat can um, then be used immediately to cool the audience or stored underground until needed to the heat of the building i mean it sounds like this is some science fiction stuff but hopefully it does work out um like for instance in the moments after you introduce myself to a woman you know the body heat thing yeah i'm sure that's how that goes and i've been to scotland i'll never need to to cool a building um i mean i'm I'm pretty sure that that will not be that will be the case i mean just something to think about as we um um, as we are talking anyways gray matters a hair expert says that it's true that the stress can cause your hair to turn gray according to richard spencer uh um, from the institute from the institute of Tri- of triologistry um s- says that in a recent study showed that um things like stress and anxiety trauma and shock can um set off a fight or flight response to the production of stress hormones uh, hormones inside of your body. This can cause your hair to turn gray prematurely by affecting the stem cells responsible for hair pigmentation um, production. His response to the gray hair, in fact, is that white, <laughs> that white or near colorless, meaning that is non-pigmented. Um, so, but it takes a look at the gray, the gray mixture due to the darker hair and white hair. So, the good news here is that sometimes through. Um, Sometimes, but rarely, gray hairs can gain its natural color post-trauma. Um, but you know, the quick point out of premature whitening has causes and most often linked to genetics. So something to think about. So uh, let's see. So let's see. Let's see. I know you get it from your kids because that's something to think about for sure so if i have to get this right sometimes gray hair stresses out because of people the stress causes gray hair sounds uh, sounds about right so if i'm around people that stress me out i get gray hair but i don't have any hair on my head so does that mean that i get them on my beard i don't know i mean just something to think about and i'll never forget the first time i had a gray hair i never let grandma cook cook for me again because that was something to think about right away you know right away Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, it is 51 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking before we get you out of here. Out of here. Okay, no winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $388 million jackpot or a $280.5 million cash payout. So if you're going to play, tonight might be the time to do so. 
but that's only if you're going to play. If you don't care, so then it, then it doesn't matter. That's the other side of the of the whole equation. Um, so let's talk about things that occurred back on this date. Let's take a look around real quick. Uh, back, take take a listen to this because it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Back in 2015, Stephen Colbert debuts as the new host of the CBS Late Show. Yeah, the Late Show. He took over for David Letterman, who had hosted the um the late night talk show since 1993. The debut of it back in 1993. That was in 2015, so six years ago. He took over right there. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Um, Deanna Down turns 31. Wes Khalifa turns 34. Jonathan Taylor Thomas turns 40. Slim Thug turns 41. Pink turns 42. David Vonderher turns um, 39. Brooke Burke, yeah, from Melissa and Joey turns 50. David Arquette turns 50. Martin Freeman turns 50. Big Boy DJ turns 52, and Bernie Sanders turns 80 today. So there you go. There's some birthdays that are going on um, today, just in case if you did not know that already. Um, If you're looking for a reason to celebrate, let's talk about those real quick. National Pediatric Oncology Nurses Day. National Date, (laughs) Date Nut Bread Day. I don't even know what that is, but okay, cool. So that's a day you can celebrate. Um, Pardon Day. So I don't know if you get pardoned today, like if you did anything wrong, but I guess that's something to think about. And then International Literacy Day. So there you go. Some things to think about as we are going around and about. Yeah, it always seems like we run out of time um, as we are doing the things that we do here. Seems that way. So there you go. Uh, what else do we got going on? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, always some 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 iggy iggy. Some iggy iggy. Uh, oh, yeah. We haven't talked about it. So I guess we're close to it. So maybe we'll do that now. If you haven't seen this and you want to be, you know, you don't want to feel left out. It's time to get it if you haven't done so already. So we're right around the corner from it. So if you are not speaking at any conference or expo between September the 13th and the 15th, you can pick this little sign up. It's a little sign for you where you can post on social media where you won't feel left out. I'll move the QR code off. The QR code's not on the sign, but you can actually go to safetyfm.com and do forward slash I am not. Or you can just take a screenshot of this little QR code right here, and that will actually get you this little sign you know i don't want you to feel left out as you're seeing all these people that are posting that they're going to be that they're going to be speaking and you know it's about diversity and inclusion i mean let's make sure that we include everybody that is not going to be there uh doing the things that are going on for sure um so let's continue talking 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 let's talk about some whack facts today uh so the call of the humpback whale is louder than the concord jet and can be heard up to 500 miles away 500 miles away think about that according to experts rubbing orange peel on furniture will discourage a cat from scratching it the average lightning bolt is only two inches that's about 2.5 centimeters in diameter so there you go during world war ii the pittsburgh steelers and the philadelphia eagles combined as the Stieglers. Yes, the Stieglers. Not a joke there. In 1984, a Canadian farmer began renting ad space on his cows. That's back in 1984. Think about that. Maybe ahead of its time. Um, in Chinese, saying yeehaw, it means that um, you need to use the restroom. So think about that. I, don't go around saying yeehaw over there. Anyways, before I forget, because we talked about it earlier, let's talk about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. 
Today's quote has been submitted by Cassie. There's an old saying that says, old keys won't open new doors. I love that. I've never heard this quote before. But think about the number of keys we carry around after we're done with them. Maybe that's just me. I have at least three keys on my key ring right now at this very moment that I have no idea what they're for. I think they're all for maybe an old office. I'm not really sure. If they are, we haven't needed those for over three years. So why do I keep them? I have no idea. I should probably remove them right now and just move on with my life. Get new keys to new doors and never look back. Tell you what, that's an exhilarating feeling. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. Anyways, let's continue going real quick. Let's give you some scoops of BS. This is 57 minutes past the top of the hour. Over 80% of Washington, D.C. school children aren't proficient in math, says a report. Yeah, but that means that 58% of us are proficient, replied the students. Uh, coffee lo- losses 70 uh, loses 70% of its flavor within two minutes of being brewed, according to a new study. Not a big deal for me because within two minutes, my gains uh, gains in, in brandy flavor. So there you go. Um, NASA has released that... Uh, that a breaking pandemic views of Mars, but since, but, oh, I can't even read, but it's not Kylie Jenner in a bikini. Nobody noticed. So, I mean, I'm just letting you know. Um, so according to a study, um, spending too much time sitting can increase your risk for cancer. Fortunately, I get up twice an hour to have a cigarette. So I guess that works out for me. Uh, thought of the day, if you need one real quick, people are quick to judge faults, but never quick to point out their own. Of course, that's what I what I've seen on Facebook so far. So something to think about for sure as we are talking. Um, so if you need a random joke for today, here's one: Mister Rogers did not adequately prepare me for the people in my neighborhood. If you need a phone starter for today, try this: What one life lesson that What's one life lesson that you taught your children? Would you like them to remember? Think about that. If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question, when it comes to getting a new car, 45% of us say that they've done this. What is it? They cried when they got the damn thing. So there you go. Uh, So anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. You know, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We definitely could not do what we do on Radio Big and on Safety FM without you. The most important part of the whole equation, and that is the listener. So thank you for doing what you do. Um, If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would definitely love to leave you with this one. No matter how far you have traveled in the wrong direction, you can always turn around think about that anyways i know who you are you know who i am love you mean it and goodbye i'll see you at radiobig.fm if you want to come over hang out with me for the next couple hours or so see you there the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in 
any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.